So we have been discussing here the teachings of Pralhad Maharaj, prayers by Pralhad Maharaj. And till now we have covered some 14-15 verses on the prayers of Pralhad Maharaj. And these are the most exalted prayers which are being offered by Pralhad Maharaj in Srimad Bhagavatam. Like this, there are many other prayers also which are offered by other devotees of the Lord in Srimad Bhagavatam. And these prayers are not ordinary prayers because it is, as we understand, Pralhad Maharaj is one of the 12 Mahajanas, one of the authority to understand the principle of religion. So his teachings, his understandings, the way what he is conveying is very, very important for all the devotees, those who really want to understand the essence of spirituality, essence of Krishna consciousness. So for them, his teachings of Pralhad Maharaj are the most important. And also we discussed the very fact that this chapter, if you see seventh canto, ninth chapter, so this chapter has around 55 or 56 verses. On the importance of this chapter, you can understand, Prabhupada has given a lecture on almost every verse of this lecture. I think except one or two, for all the verses Prabhupada has given lectures. And not only one lecture, two, three, four lectures for every verse Prabhupada has taken. So that shows how much important this particular chapter is, especially teachings of Prahlad Maharaj. So we have been discussing here. And uh, till now, we had discussed many, many important things, how to become humble, what is the qualification of a devotee. That is one quality which is required for a devotee is to humble. And that we discuss how a devotee of the Lord who is not fearful in any of the condition of the life and any of the condition of material world is always dependent on the Lord. All these things, very, very fine understandings, deep understanding of spiritual life, we can understand by these prayers of Pradhat Maharaj. How to understand Lord, what is the position of living entity? What is the position of this material world? What is the position of spiritual world? Who are Nitya Siddhas? Who are Nitya Badhas? And what is the relationship of living entity and God? Everything we can understand through these teachings of Pralat Maharaj. So, very, very important these teachings are. So, I request all of you, those who are attending sessions, and uh, I see some of you are very much regular. We are almost coming on time every, every session and we are attending all the sessions. But those who are missing somehow, please try to not to miss these sessions, especially these are very, very important, special sessions. So uh, if you develop, understand all the lectures, all the sessions, if you attend all the verses, you will have a holistic understanding. Because some part of the lecture, some part of the understanding will be covered in the previous, would have been covered in the previous verse also. So that's why it is important that we should understand and attend all the lectures. And even otherwise also, this knowledge is not something which is uh, based on a particular language or in an understanding of a person's uh, a particular language. Just like once Prabhupada was in India and he was giving a lecture in Hindi. So uh, the disciples, those who are there, the foreigners, they were not able to understand what Prabhupada is saying in Hindi. So they started leaving. So Prabhupada immediately stopped them. Prabhupada, why are you leaving? Even though you do not understand, this message is very, very important because this message is not depend, dependent on any particular person's language or anything. Even though you do not understand Hindi or other language, you simply sit in the class and hear. Whatever it may be, if you hear, you will have, you will see the transformation because this message is transcendental. It is not material message which is based on one's material qualification. Neither of the speaker. It is not that speaker should be very much materially qualified. To, to speak Bhagavatam or hearer should be materially qualified. No, 
both and both of them should be spiritually qualified just like sukhdev uh, sukhdev uh, marat marat parikshit and sukhdev goswami both are pure devotees of the lord sukhdev goswami is talking about the past tense of lord krishna and parikshit maharaj is speaking hearing so both of them are qualified sukhdev goswami is a pure devotee at the same time parikshit maharaj is also a pure devotee when both of them are speaking they are not speaking a material platform they are speaking a transcendental platform and that's why just by hearing uh, bhagavatam for seven days parikshit maharaj got perfection spiritual perfection although he was pure devotee we need not to even hear but in order to set the example for living entities like us he heard bhagavatam from parikshit from sukhdev goswami well ultimately he achieved liberation he achieved not living liberation spiritual perfection that was ultimately he went he go he went back to god krishna support so that is the importance of this message what we are hearing so sometime it happens that uh, when we are hearing every week or we are hearing from the same speaker so this kind of things come from something new is not there or can we can i hear that speaker can i can i go to that speaker can i can i hear from that person also can i read that book also so please understand one important thing in spiritual life that this variety spiritual life is full of variety it is not stagnant it is full of variety full of dynamism but this variety to taste this variety person should be qualified so now when we hear this message again and again then qualification will come and that is today's topic is austerity so although spiritual life is very easy <clears throat> it is not very difficult at the same time it is difficult also for the one who has not understood the importance of spiritual life so that we will discuss today the session is dedicated to shila prabhupar we will be covering 7.9.15 and let us read the verse now Seven, ten to nine, chapter test number fifteen. So Pralad Maharaj is praying. Naham vivehi ajita ati bhayana kasya jivar kane trabhuti rasva rasvokra damstra antra sarja shatavishitra sham karnan inghar dhabi tadigavit haribin nakhadra. What does that mean, my lord? who are never conquered by anyone i am certainly not afraid of your ferocious mouth and tongue your eyes bright like sun and your shining eyebrows i do not fear your sharp pinching teeth your garland of intestines your mane soaked with blood or your high wedge like ears nor do i fear your tumultuous roaring which makes elephants flee to distant places Are your nails, which are meant to kill your enemies? So here it is mentioned about the appearance of Narsimha Dev, who you can see here it is very very fearful for a for any common man, for a person who is not a devotee of the Lord. For him, it is a very very fearful appearance that his his eyes are bright like sun and his sharp pinching teeth, garland of intestines. Main sword with blood, so it is a very, very fearful scene. 
and it is not at all uh, possible for a child like if a person is a normal if a, if a normal child is there for him it is very difficult to even stand in front of nursing mother but if you see here pralad maharaj is telling i am not at all fearful i am not at all fearful of your appearance and although you may be very very fearful for the non devotees for 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 people who are uh, demonic character but for devotee you are not at all fearful and that's what it is mentioned here prabhupada also right prabhupada used two examples why pralad maharaj is not at all fearful of narsimha dev two examples are there in the purport first prabhupada is telling lord narsimha dev's fierce appearance was certainly most dangerous for the non devotees but for pralad maharaj such a fearful appearance was not at all disturbing example prabhupada is giving the lion is very very fearsome for other animals but its cubes are not at all afraid of the lion one example the children of the lion or the cubes are not at all afraid of lion all the lion is very very fearful similarly prabhupada one more example the water of the sea is certainly dreadful for all living entities on the land but within the sea even the small fish is unafraid unafraid why because the fish has taken the shelter of the ocean so two examples are there one is the fish so fish is very small and it cannot do anything against the water but because it has taken shelter of the water sometime you will see even fish is throwing against the current also so similarly although uh, pralad maharaj is a great devotee although narsimha dev is very very fearful for non devotees but pralad maharaj since he is a great devotee of the lord he is not at all fearful of the appearance of the lord why it is so because he has taken shelter of the lotus feet of lord narsimha dev so that's why he is not at all fearful in fact he is appraised he is is in future verse future verse uh, verses you will see that he is going to praise this beautiful form of the lord it is said that although the great elephants are taken away by the floating of the rivers the small fish swim opposite the current therefore the lord sometimes assumes a fierce appearance to kill dushkritis the develop the devotees worship him keshava devta nar hari rupa jay jagadish hari the devotees always takes pleasure in worshiping the lord and glorifying the lord in any form either pleasing or fierce so that's why it is told in bhagavad gita also you find this verse prabhupada quotes many times that to understand lord and his activity it is not easy that's why it is it is said janma karma chemi divyam evam yogiti tattvata krishna says bhagavad gita my janma and my karma are evam yogit janma karma chemi divyam divyam means transcendental transcendental means which does not belongs to this material planet material world if you really want to understand krishna's and past times you cannot understand by having material understanding janma karma chemi divyam and evam yogiti tattvata the person who understands it's tattvata first of all it is transcendental another thing person should understand tattvata that means factually principally what is the principle behind all this understanding not that we can speculate with with your speculation we cannot understand supreme personality god and if a person try to understand by speculation ultimately he will be frustrated because it is not possible to understand lord krishna by speculation just like we have we have a very nice past time in in krishna book if you have heard somebody would have read krishna book so that's why krishna's appearance and past time are sometimes very bewildering 
people do not understand you lord brahma also sometimes do not understand so maybe almost most of you would have heard this story when lord brahma he came to know that someone has appeared in this mathura or vrindavan and people are telling he is supreme personality godhead and is doing very very uncommon activities so lord brahma he tried let me check let me check who is this boy people are telling he is a great uh, you know is very great person he is supreme personality godhead but my krishna he doesn't look like my, my krishna so let me test him who is this brahma now who is this krishna so brahma ji what he did he took to make the past time it is short because we have minimum not not we don't have much amount of time so brahma ji he he stole all the cows calves from lord krishna who was krishna was taking these cows to uh, so that the cows can eat take grass and lord brahma came and he took all the calves from krishna and he put all these uh, cows in one of the one of the caves and lord krishna who was who was knowing that already this lord brahma has done all these things but lord krishna was not at all uh, afraid or not at all disturbed what he did he expanded himself into uh, these many calves and again everything was normal and brahma when he saw all these things what is being done here i, I have taken away all these calves but still everything is same here and all these calves are uh, again they are there only krishna is doing all the activities again what is this happening so he was bewildered and he was not able to understand that what who is this boy who is doing all the activities oh somebody has written my voice is very low am i speaking very my voice is very low it is the case with others also please let me know if it is the others also feeling the same thing yes okay okay sorry some are telling yes some are telling no clear okay mostly i everyone is telling clear voice is good yes audio is perfect okay so uh, i think nilesh uh, you can check from your side i'm sorry if i you felt that my voice is low but i think sometime low okay okay i'll try to speak little louder then sorry relatively low than before but voice is clear it increase our volume so all of you can also increase volume of your phone in case it is it is low but uh, i think it is from my side it is regular voice i'll also try to speak louder louder so brahma when he stole all these calves and ultimately when he saw that krishna has expanded himself into so many calves again so he was bewildered he was not able to understand what is happening who is this krishna who is a child and who is doing everything then finally when lord krishna came and he revealed his real identity he was bewildered that okay i was thinking this is a boy he is a small boy but actually he is krishna supreme personality godhead and i was trying to test my master so then his pride was not pride actually but he was to clarify that krishna is supreme personality godhead so like that krishna performs many many pastimes which even generally people also not our general people even devi god like lord brahma also they are also not able to understand so that means what to understand krishna's past time to understand krishna's identity is not very easy and more so a person cannot understand all these activities by his own limited understanding just like prabhupad give example of krishna stealing butter now stealing butter is not a very great activity 
and krishna is called as makhanchor makhanchor means is is stealing butter from many many uh, gopis house and stealing butter is not good activity but but and krishna is doing that activity that is glorified because krishna is doing that activity similarly krishna is doing rasalila now people say why krishna is doing rasalila we can also do all these things but they do not understand who is krishna who are gopis but this rasalila is considered as is actually worshiped by devotees so that's why it is very very important for us to understand krishna's past and future activity and bhagavad gita also from a proper bona fide authorities and generally we try to understand with our own just like i was speaking to one boy recently he was a very intelligent boy from the one of the very premier institute of india and very very inquisitive also at the same time he was trying to understand about bhagavad gita about all this philosophical understanding so that he told prabhu ji i am already in touch associated with one person who's uh, who's a very famous speaker of uh, and he gives his own understanding about bhagavad gita and he has some something he has given he has taken out some own some theory from out of bhagavad gita which is not at all recommended mention in the scriptures and is quoting bhagavad gita also for that now this is he is a sincere boy want to understand but unfortunately he is he is hearing from someone who is not at all authorized to speak that's why it is mentioned bhagavad gita itself yes shastra vedi mushrijya vartate kamkara na sukham na apnoti na sukhin na parangati that means anyone who does not follow the rules and regulations which are mentioned in the vedas and try to do some activity or time to trying to uh, bring some new theory and principle like that that is not uh, that is not successful person will not get any siddhi na sukham na apnoti na sukhin na parangati ultimately be frustrated so that's why it is very very important to have principal understanding from the standard understanding from authorized scriptures and authorized devotees of the lord then our understanding is perfect otherwise we will be although we will be understanding things we will be having this faith that i am reading gita but ultimately we will not have this understanding so just like this person is telling although speaking from gita but is not at all quoting krishna he is not at all talking talking about krishna is not not at all talking about krishna's bhakti but he is speaking he is quoting gita but actually if you read gita you will find so many places krishna is talking about himself he is talking about you become my devotee out of all the yogis among all the yogis the person who is devotee of the lord devotee of mine is the greatest yogi like that many many things he is telling every place you will find manmana bhagavata bhakto majjaji maam namaskuru bhaktiya maam janati like that many many places he is trying to tell that ultimately you become my devotee but people what they will do they will extract some meaning meaning from bhagavad gita for their own purpose and then they give some theory or understanding and people will believe also so that is a very very dangerous understanding and sometime people will take some some portion of the bhagavad gita or something like that and they will accept that one and they will reject other one that is also not correct that is called as ard kuti nyay prabhupas says that means what suppose you have a uh ard kuti nyay means whatever i'll accept whatever is there for my benefit i'll accept otherwise i will reject so that is not a good understanding so prabhupas give example suppose you have a hen and hen is giving you uh, egg every day now if you think that this hen is very nice because she is giving me egg every day but the back portion of the egg is good the front portion of the egg is not from uh, front portion of the hen is not good because front portion from front portion she is eating and from the back portion she is giving egg so let me keep only front portion let me not take this sorry let me keep only back portion let me not take front portion and then if we go and cut the the hen's front portion 
that will not be a good understanding because ultimately you have to accept everything as it is you cannot say this is good or this is not good so real understanding is yes whatever you mention the scripture is 100% perfect 100% correct if you do not understand something right now that means right now i am not qualified so let me approach a spiritual master let me patiently follow the the process and by following this thing i will be able to understand this thing also so this is the understanding of uh, this is the understanding of from the scripture when when we take from proper authorized knowledge and how to understand this knowledge dharma understanding so it is mentioned in the bhagavatam this dharma stands on the four pillars this dharma stands on the four pillars can anybody tell me what are these four pillars are those who are our regular audience regular devotees what are the four pillars of dharma anybody would like to answer yes some answers have come hmm hmm dharmat kamoks gala jawab truthfulness okay compassion truthfulness austerity cleanliness sadhu sangha no 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 wrong answer the four pillars of dharma are cleanliness austerity mercifulness and truthfulness these are the four pillars of dharma that means the on these four pillars if a person wants to understand spirituality understanding the real meaning of dharma these are the four pillars he has to follow and one of the one of the principle is austerity austerity means voluntarily accepting some some things some problems something which is not at all pleasing to my senses voluntary i am accepting something that is called as tapasya or austerity and that is mentioned in, again in the scriptures bhagavatam tapasa brahmacharyena samena dhamena va that means tapasya means voluntarily accepting some discomfort for the body generally our, our understanding is i want we want to live in a very peaceful condition do not want to take any trouble but if you really want to practice austerity we have to take some austerity and that austerity is mentioned in the scriptures in bhagavad gita also it is mentioned as austerity of body austerity of speech austerity of senses austerity of mind it is mentioned in bhagavad gita also so that's a very very important understanding why it is important to follow austerity because tapo divyam putraka yena shuddhet sattva that means in order to purify our existence right now our existence is not pure our existence is impure what does that mean impure existence means right now our senses are not purified we are having understanding that if i want to really enjoy something i can enjoy with my senses and sense gratification the tendency is always there so by performing austerities by performing penances by performing some taking hardship for the lord we try to purify our senses our material existence and why it is it? and and krishna also says that uh, this you will find in again bhagavatam tapasa brahmacharyena tapasa means as i told that voluntary taking some hardship second is brahmacharya brahmacharya means following celibacy following brahmacharya life 
that's what actually the first knowledge which used to be given to anyone to any children who any boy who want to practice spirituality the first thing was brahmacharya that was gurukul gurukul system was there so boy used to go to gurukul he used to practice brahmacharya he used to practice controlling of senses and he used to perform uh, austerities and that is the meaning of brahmachari brahmachari means brahman aachriti thi brahmachari he is actually performing the aacharan of a brahman brahman means he want to uh, understand the highest truth so when a person performs the act of uh, brahman that is called as brahmachari and brahmachari means is totally clean is not at all unclean and he is trying to become a learned person also and that's why uh, it is said what is the meaning of a learned person learned person means chanakya mandit prabhupad course many times that matravat pardareshu padraveshu loshtavat atmavat sarubhuteshu ye pashati sar pandita that means matravat pardareshu a brahmachari or a person who is learned he will see matravat pardareshu other woman as his mother except his wife everyone all other women is like his mother matravat pardareshu padraveshu loshtavat others belonging to others money he will look like he will he will see like garbage on the street par dravesh loshtavat loshtavat means garbage he will not even look at it and atmat sarubhuteshu that means he will treat he will see all the living entities as himself ya pashati sa pandita the person who thinks like that he is pandit so a brahmachari under the guidance of a spiritual master he he follows celibacy he follows celibacy and learn all these things matravat pardareshu padravesh loshtavat आत्मस्वरूपूतेशूपद्रव्यूष्टवत्मस्वरूपूतेशूपद्रव्यूष्टवत्मस्वरूपूतेशूपद्रव्यूष्टवत्मस्वरूपूतेशूपद्रव्य
but the 16 ounce will be of no quality. And we can see also that many times a person will be doing 16 ounce everything, but when you do any seva, he will not be doing any seva. So that is the meaning of lip service. Lip service means just like when we are chanting, what is the meaning of chanting? What is the meaning of Hare Krishna Mantra? Hare Krishna Mantra means, or Radharani or Krishna, please engage me in your service. That is the meaning of Hare Krishna Mantra. Now, actually, when we are chanting Hare Krishna Mantra, some of the other Krishna is pleased and Krishna has given us some service. And when we say no for it, that means we are doing simply lip service. What does that mean? Morning when I am chanting, I am asking Seva from Krishna. Krishna give me Seva. When Krishna has given some Seva, we will say, no, I will, I will not do. What does that mean? That it is a lip service. My chanting is simply lip service. I do not want to do any Seva, but simply I am chanting for the heck of chanting. So that is called a lip service. So if mind is not in control, that chanting will be a lip service only. So that is austerity. Tapasa Brahma Charatina, Samina Damina. Damina means controlling the senses. So controlling senses is also very important. And the topmost sense, Prabhupada says, is tongue. Because of this tongue, because tongue, the tongue is not in control. That's why no other senses are not under control. Rupa Goswami says, this Jiva Vegam, Vacho Vegam, Udarupastha Vegam, these are all the Vegas in the body. These are the senses which are making a person always giving trouble. Because this Jiva is not under control, that's why other senses are not under control. And Prabhupada says that if you can control this Jiva, this tongue, then you, you will be able to control the senses also. So it is a, it is a science, Prabhupada said. If you try to control other things without uh, controlling your tongue, it is not possible. If you control your tongue, then automatically you will be able to control all the other senses also. And how to control tongue? It is very easy. Tongue has two business. First is to chant to speak because every day, throughout the day we are speaking. And second is to eat. So both the things, if we can engage in Krishna service, that means if we, whenever we speak, so it is not that we cannot speak, but we should speak whatever is required, bare minimum. Suppose you are working in office, definitely you have to speak. But whatever is required, that much we should only speak. Not that we are speaking to a person and the person is karmic, he is not a devotee. So that's why when we associate with the person who is a non-devotee, who is full of material desire, we also become like that. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, that's why he said that one of the, the who is a Vaishnava, Vaishnava means Asat Sangachari Ai Vaishnava Achar. Vaishnava means he will not associate with non-devotees. That is Vaishnava. So we could we should check, we should see. This is also austerity. Actually, it's austerity. Austerity of speech is what? Not to speak anything. Control to speak is austerity of speech. We always want to speak something. Always. We will never try to listen. Everyone is trying to always speak. But real austerity is the austerity of speech is how can I speak? So that I can glorify Krishna. I can speak truth and I can glorify Krishna. That should be my austerity. If I have to speak with someone who is a non-devotee, I cannot preach him also and I have to speak because of some engagement. How much I can speak so that just my work is done and I can simply come back to my normal state of a devotee. So that we have to practice. There is a meaning of austerity. It is not easy. It is not easy to not to speak unnecessarily. That is called as prajalpa. Prajalpa is one of the impediments in bhakti. Rupa Goswami mentioned Atyahar Prajalpasa Prajal Atyahar Prajalpasa Atyahar Prajalpasa Niyamagrajan Sandasalam Chesadvi Bhakti Vrashti Atyahar Prajalpasa 
prayas minimagra that means a person who is doing prajalpa prajalpa means unnecessary talks so it is a one of the uh, impediments in devotional service impediments in spiritual advancement so we should be very very careful that we should not speak unnecessarily it is like talking tots prabhupas is just like a tot a frog is speaking very loudly but actually what he is doing he is inviting his death in the form of snake similarly if we are speaking too much and we are not speaking about krishna then definitely we are inviting our death death means spiritual death because we are wasting our important time so we should be very very careful there is austerity of speech and then again another another role of tongue is to eat so when we eat we should try to seek can i eat krishna prasadam other than krishna prasadam i will not eat anything because that is a kind of control on tongue why this restriction is there otherwise many people they go out whatever they will see they will eat they will not have any understanding whatever i am eating what going to what is going to the effect on my body on my consciousness if you are eating a food which is cooked by a person is very lusty you will also become lusty if you are eating a food a person the person who is cooked is in very angry mood you will also become angry mood so it is very very important not to eat from a person's hand who is a non devotee who is a karmi not to eat prasad if you are eating prasad if you are eating something which is not prasad it definitely is going to affect our consciousness so all these things are austerities are there austerity does not mean simply that person has to lift some weight that is austerity no austerity mind austerity austerity of tongue austerity of genitals all these are very very important in order to advance and that is called as tapo divyam putra kagena suddhet sattva and this tapasya what a person is doing of eating a uh, regulation of his eating regulation of his speaking and everything that is not for material purpose so people many people that do tapasya for material purpose also you have you would have seen many uh, people they achieve some material goal or let's say they 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 won some medal in, in some some tournament or like that or in something like that so they also will be working very very hard sometime we i heard about someone i don't know some very famous player badminton player or someone i'm not able to recall so she uh, she told that she has not used her mobile from last some eight months or nine months something like that so that much and she was telling what's a big austerity for me not to use mobile phone but still i was doing so although it looks like very easy thing but it's not very easy to not to use mobile phone especially these days but she has done that and finally she i don't know whether she got medal or not but she was mentioned how much hard she was working so for that medal so when a person who is a karmi for some material purpose or material goal so work very very hard so how much a devotee should work hard to get the ultimate goal of life that is to please krishna so prabhupad writes in one of the purport just like a karmi out of lust work so hard in material world because ultimately he has to satisfy his lust that's why he work very hard day and night to satisfy so similarly a devotee also work very hard to satisfy krishna and working very hard means we have to engage our senses in krishna service whole heartedly at the same time we have to follow rules and regulation also so for example getting up in the morning early it is not easy it is not very pleasing to the senses to get up early in the morning especially in these days when people are sleeping very late to get up in the morning early to attend mangala aarti to take bath in the morning generally people they think it's a big austerity looks like a big austerity but actually it is not but yes in kadu yuga it's a big austerity but we have to take that austerity why because tapo divyam putra ka again we have to do tapasya for 
attaining the higher goal of life just like a karmi is working very hard to get some material benefit which is temporary itself he will not be able to take anything with him even though he works very hard next life we don't know what is going to become just like prabhupada says you work very hard you make a house and after making working very hard and after making house you become too much attached to that house next life you become a dog in that house because you are too much attached to that house you will become a dog in that house so similarly a person may be work very hard for material things ultimately his achievement will be nothing but for a devotee he works very hard for for pleasing his spiritual master for pleasing krishna and for pleasing his authorities then his life is glorious so although he may not be able to perfect in this life only but still whatever he has done that is his eternal credit nobody can take back from him so devotee has to work very very hard in order to please his spiritual master in order to please instruction of his spiritual master and for that he will try ready to take all the austerities all the penances he will try to take so that's why we should see now sometimes people say people i am not people i am not advancing spiritual life i am from i am seeing that i am there only now you can see how much pains taking i am i am actually how much austerities i am taking in order to fulfill the desire of spiritual master how austerity how much austerities i am taking to please the spiritual master because krishna and we cannot directly approach krishna we have to approach krishna through spiritual master and krishna says ye tamam prapadyante tam sitai bhajami am i reciprocate according to your surrender level so how much surrenders how much surrenders we have developed that much we can see that much reciprocation we have that much advancement we make surrenders can be developed by following guru's instruction so how nicely i am following my spiritual master instruction that we should see and if there is some lacuna Yes, it is lacuna from our side. It is not spiritual master side. Last life, this thing, last last class we discussed that in this life everything is available for us to advance, to make advancement and make our life successful. If something is missing, that is our uh, endeavor. Otherwise, everything is available by Prabhupad mercy. Everything is available. Just we have to see how nice thing following. So how much austere I am in order to follow my guru's instruction. How many austere is I am? How much austerity I am taking? That you see. Then you will see that there is there is some lacuna, there is some short circuit I am doing. That's why I am not able to feel any advancement. And instructions are very much clear. There is no uh, ambiguity in the instruction of Shri Prabhupada. It is very clear. One has to chant sixteen hours. One has to follow every principle. One has to uh, one has to uh, write uh, get up early in the morning. One has to attend Mangalarti. One has to preach this message. is very important when i should preach this message and do all these activities then i am following the principle of austerity tapasa brahmacharena samina taminam tyagena satya sarchabham ramina niyamina so when we follow these activities then we can understand the principle of austerity and mind you this very very important till the time we do not become austere in life because preaching is not something which is which is a game of words no it is not something you can speak some very nice words and people you can mesmerize the audience and people will be will be clapping in front of you no it is not something you may get some some points at that time because you are a very good speaker something like that but change of heart will not happen till the time heart is pure just like prabhupad when he went to western country it is not that he was a very great speaker or not like that but his heart was pure and his intention was pure he is a pure devotee So when heart is pure, then message will have its effect. 
your heart is not pure if you are preaching to in order to show someone show off then it will not be uh, useful person's heart will not be changed the person who is hearing so real effect is you can see your preaching is by if you are preaching a person's heart is getting changed that means we can see that our preaching is pure so that's why this tapasya is very much required when we do tapasya we get potency to preach our words get whatever you are speaking that that get potency to preach that transform the heart of a person so that's why it is very important for ourselves and for preaching also to practice austerities just like brahma lord brahma when he when he took birth from the navel of lord vishnu so he was bewildered he was not knowing what to do so that time he heard two words tapa tapa means penance austerities so brahma then he took lord brahma to tapasya penances and finally by this penance and everything he got uh, he got darshan of krishna and then finally knowledge will be revealed knowledge was revealed to him so even lord brahma himself is telling that you cannot understand this science by your own endeavor you can gyane prayas upasanamantam evacha that means you cannot understand krishna in his past time by by your intelligence gyane prayas by using your own intelligence by speculation you cannot understand so when lord brahma is not able to understand what is krishna who is krishna by his intelligence who are we to understand namantaveva that means you have to become humble then we can understand humble when we become humble and when we follow this principles of austerity under the guidance of the pure devotee then only we can understand this spiritual life and practice understand otherwise it is not possible and as uh, rishabhadev says rishabhadev he says that tapo divyam putra kayena suddhet sattva tasmad anantam brahma sokhyam that means austerities have to be performed that's a fact but not for material gain just like many time people they do some austerity they do some dharna do some activities and all for some material gain some political gain like that but austerities are not supposed to perform the, for this purpose we have to perform austerities for divyam for transcendental for the pleasure of the lord and when we do or we perform austerity for his pleasure under the guidance then it has its own effect and we have to do that it is very very important just like shila prabhupad himself we have examples of many 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 devotees dhruv maharaj is the god of tapasya and uh, tapasya in the sense yeah dhruv maharaj is practical tapasya in the sense he went to forest and the tapasya but shila prabhupad tapasya on a different level his tapasya was somehow they have to fulfill orders of my guru that is his tapasya and for that whatever was required to be done he did whatever he was his god brother was against him his uh, his family members were against him and uh, everyone nobody was helping in india practically speaking nobody was helping but still he has a determination that i have to follow i have to fulfill my guru's desire and that's why with that determination he did everything and he says also that i never ever as a time i felt that i'm away from my guru maharaj because i was following his instruction so that is the meaning of uh, when we follow guru's instruction we will get continuous association of guru not that he has he has left his body and he is gone no when you are following instruction you are definitely associating with spiritual master and that's what we can see from prabhupada prasanna life and that's what brahma also tells the same thing by doing penances we have to we get potency to follow we get potency to preach also so preaching also very big tapasya so we have to take the tapasya 
an easy going life very important statement prabhupad has made people read that purport also there is a very small purport but very very powerful about this austerity so prabhupad says an easy going life and advancement in krishna consciousness or attainment of perfection in life cannot go together this is a very very important statement all of us should take care of the statement an easy going life easy going life means somehow the other i am okay i am now i am chanting 16 rounds i am chanting and i am reading prabhupad books half an hour one hour and i am sleeping on time and taking prasadam every day okay everything is fine i'm not taking any austerity to preach it is an easy going life an easy going life and attainment of perfection spiritual life cannot go together they go ill together so that's why devotee is there prabhupas say devotee is so tired why it's tired he's serving there not so nicely simply touches bed he goes for sleep just like it happens in a temple also so when a devotee people they go out for preaching and there is some seva called as uh, when when a devotee joins the temple he is given very very uh, services which are very very tiring in the sense entire engagement is he does not even get time to take nap in afternoon and as soon as he touches the bed he goes for sleep because entire day is work for the lord so it's not a easy going life a spiritual life is not something where a person is lazy no we are not lazy you are working very hard but not working hard for sense gratification so we if we if we are under that impression that okay i have a easy going life somehow the krishna consciousness very peaceful life i am not taking any hardship for the lord i'm sorry spiritual advancement will be very very slow it will be there advancement will be there because somehow we are following prabhupada instruction of chanting reading and hearing but till the time we engage ourselves in seva rapid advancement will not happen if you really want to see rapid advancement at the same time in visible advancement in your consciousness then you have to engage in krishna service and not simply service also which is not easy going that's that is the meaning of for example for it was very easy for prabhupada to stay in india he was in vrindavan the best place for a krishna devotee is what vrindavan he is in vrindavan staying with devotees that to radhadamodar temple what else you will find radhadamodar temple just in front of his own room there is a Rupa Goswami Samadhi. All the Goswamis used to come there. Everyone is chanting Krishna's name there. Very nice atmosphere, peaceful atmosphere. Definitely, he was very nice. He stood in himself as a pure devotee, but he he rejected everything. No, it is an easygoing life. I'll just go and I'll preach because my Guru Maharaj is there. So we should never come over under comfort zone in spiritual life. In comfort zone means I will not. Uh, somehow, I manage that. I am my chanting session on zone over. Nothing else I have to do. No, we have to work very hard. We work for the mission. This mission is not something which is a person single person's mission. It is a mission for all of us. All of us have a mission. We have a duty to perform. Those who are practicing Krishna consciousness, Prabhupada has given a duty. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has given us duty. We have to preach this message. Till that time, we are not preaching. Our advancement will be very very slow. So we have to take out time and place and see whom I can preach. At least for my purification, although I may preach, person may not hear. That's okay. That is another thing. But I will preach for my purification because I know if I preach, I'll be purified. Person may hear, may not hear. At least I'll be purified for my purification. Let me preach. So that is the meaning of taking austerity and penances for the mission of the Lord. So all of us should be ready for that to the to whatever capacity possible. Again, I'm telling not that you start. Okay, tomorrow onwards I will stop sleeping. Not like that. Yukta har vihar is that principle is still there, but it should not go into lazy life. It's a very important instruction of austerity. Brahma ji did that tapasya 
Dhumaraj did tapasya, Shila Prabhupada him did tapasya. So we have to perform. And that tapasya, that austerity will be there when we when we take, when we perform sadhana very nicely. The determination to follow Prabhupada's session will come when we follow sadhana nicely. So that's why attending Mangala Arati is very important. It's not optional. It is not optional to attend Mangala Arati. If you really want to make an advancement, which is a very quick and visible advancement, it is very important to do morning sadhana with devotees. Otherwise, we get up 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 8 o'clock, and somehow we are somehow catching up with their rounds. After some rounds in the morning, sometimes some rounds in the afternoon, some rounds in the day night, sometimes some rounds by 12 o'clock I'm doing. So, okay, I can say I'm chanting my 16 rounds. But what is the quality of their chanting? Am I chanting? Have I heard Bhagavatam today? If I have not heard Bhagavatam, that means my consciousness will not be good. So, with, with that consciousness, how can I say that I'm, I'm following Krishna consciousness? No. So, definitely all the angas what Prabhupada has given for our spiritual advancement, everything is very important, including prasadam, deity worship, going to temple, everything is very important. If you are missing any one of them, that means we are somehow or the other falling in a compromise. So, everything is very, very important. And now let us read a very nice perfect from where this entire session has come of Srila Prabhupada, principle of austerity. So, this is in Bhagavatam, sixth can. Uh, Second canto. Yes, second canto, ninth chapter, text number 24. So we'll read together. It's a very nice purport, although small, but very nice purport about penances. So the Prabhupada is telling here, Lord Brahma is telling, I create this cosmos by such penance. I maintain it by same energy and I withdraw it all by the same energy. Therefore, the potential power is penance only. Brahma is telling. Lord Brahma is telling. Now, Prabhupada is writing in the purport. In executing penances, one must be determined to return home back to Godhead and must decide to undergo all type of tribulation for that end. Even for material prosperity, name and fame, one has to undergo severe type of penance. Otherwise, no one can become an important figure in this material world. Why then are these severe types of penances for the perfection of devotional service? An easy-going life and attainment of perfection in transcendental realization cannot go together. Very important statement. Again, an easy-going life and attainment of perfection in transcendental realization cannot go together. The Lord is more clever than any living entity. Therefore, He wants to see how painstaking the devotee is in devotional service. The order is received from the Lord either directly or through the bona fide spiritual master. And to execute that order, however painstaking, is the severe type of penance. One who follows this principle rigidly is sure to achieve success in attain, attaining the Lord's mercy. So you can see all of you. Directly Prabhupada has given the crux that one must do all, go all, um, all kind of austerity and how much ever the painstaking the task is, the devotee should execute it. And the order may come through spiritual master, direct from Krishna directly, or his spiritual master. To execute that order, however painstaking is the severe type of penances. One who follows the principle rigidly is sure to achieve success in attaining the Lord's mercy. So now we can see how important it is to perform austerity. Austerity is why we have to follow Prabhupada's words. In our case, simple austerity is what Prabhupada is telling, we have to keep following. That is our austerity. 
and if you are successful in doing that then means our spiritual life is successful but if it is not happening that means we have to we have, should not be demotivated also because anything done for krishna it is no loss there is no loss whatever we are doing for krishna there is no loss ultimately everything is eternal in krishna's service but still because devotional service is not something which is which a person can execute by force it is a voluntary engagement voluntary desire of a jiva to serve lord so how nicely you serve krishna it is your volunteered your it is your desire nobody can force you definitely devotees can guide you spiritual master can guide you but they cannot force you because that free will krishna has given to everyone so devotional service actually is a voluntary engagement nobody can force anyone now how nicely i am engaging myself krishna service taking that order of krishna and prabhupada as the order krishna directly is giving then that much austerity i have to take and that is our credit what how much pains take time in in executing krishna's order that is my credit of devotional service so we should do that and definitely by performing austerity 16 rounds daily daily doing 16 rounds quality 16 rounds attending mangala mangala aarti morning program reading bhagavatam hearing bhagavatam association of devotees and preaching as far as possible if i am doing all these activities and rest assured uh, prabhupada definitely will take care of that jiva and he will get all the instruction and guidance through his devotees so that jiva that devotee can advance in spiritual life but we have to see whether i am following all these things or not am i attending mangala aarti am i attending morning program every day and now more so when we have this opportunity of attending on zoom so earlier this was the this was one of the although earlier also it was on youtube but now at least when we are doing on zoom you have facility you can attend morning program and mangala aarti is not also very early generally in temples it is 4 o'clock or 4:15 something like that you can attend 6 o'clock on zoom what we are doing so it is available krishna has given all the facilities but how nicely you are doing how many are doing that is your free will krishna has given instruction krishna has given facility also and devotees are also telling to do now whether you will be doing or not that is your free will krishna is not going to interfere in that so now we should see how nicely i can utilize my free will definitely to get up in the morning is not easy but we have to do that if have to please krishna we have to do that for that you have to sleep on time for that i need to have a very regulated life i cannot be sleeping at 3 o'clock in the morning and again i can get up 5 o'clock and attend mangala aarti that is not possible i have to sleep on time i have to regulatedly work uh, i have to do regular uh, regulated working so all these things are important it is not that simply i can get up in the morning no even though you get up in the morning and you do not have proper sleep then you will sleep in chanting then you will sleep in bhagavatam class then you will sleep in office so ultimately somewhere the other you have to do that so better is live a regulated life work as much as required it's like i was hearing one person was telling about narayan murthy that once he told i don't know what is the reference but in once he told that if you are staying back in your office after 6:30 that means you are not productive and when one more person is what is his name uh, e shridharan is called as metro man i think so he was also telling he is very busy person is metro man and what he is telling that my i have never worked after 5:30 or 6 o'clock in my from my office till that till night i do not take back any files with me to my home when i at home i am with my family or whatever so that means you can work on time also at the same time you should not work for long hours the understanding right now what we have if i have to work then i have to work very hard it's not like that so that's why 
So living a regulated life is very important if you want to really perform all these activities of finances, getting up in the morning, chanting, sixteen rounds, and all the activities. So in our case, we are very fortunate. Rishabh Prabhupada is there with us. We have to simply follow the section, and then everything else will be taken care by Prabhupada. And one of the very important thing is chanting. The first stage we have to chant and hear holy name. 